we all need to talk and think about. Here now is Jennifer Graziano and Time to Talk. Good morning, Westchester. It's 9 a.m. on Monday, and that means it's time to talk with me, Jen Graziano. I'm a licensed funeral director who oversees my family's funeral homes, Cox and Graziano of both the Maronick and Greenwich and the Zion Memorial Chapel of Westchester. Every Monday, I come to you discussing important topics and sensitive matters that all of us need to pause and reflect upon at some point. And through this show, I hope to provide a platform to do so. If you're joining us on 1460 WVOX, a Whitney Global Media Station, we'll take your questions, comments, and calls to 914-636-0110. Good morning to the control room. And good morning, Facebook Live viewers with Tim Judge, GreenwichLocal.com, behind the camera. So great to have you joining us. It is gloomy, it is rainy, it is miserable, but we're happy in here, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and I am speaking with my friend and my guest, Krista Picciano Daniello, the Vice President of Sales for the Osborne and Rye. I really can never say enough about the Osborne. They are a retirement community, healthcare facility, independent living, um, with a phenomenal reputation. Been there for so many years. It's so beautiful. I get to pass it quite often. And Krista, good morning. Morning. Good morning, everybody. And this lovely morning. So glad to be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as I remove the tickle in my throat, okay, we're ready to go. <clears throat> Live radio, folks. Um, Krista, we we always have you come on and we talk about making a plan. And again, in the beginning of the year, I'm mindful of the guests that I have on because we really want people who are mindful about getting affairs in order. We start off every year with so much hope and promise saying, this is the year I need to do this. And then lo and behold, December comes around and we Mm -hmm. haven't done, we haven't scratched the surface of our (laughs) list. So having you on now uh, is very strategic and very important because there comes a time when you have to question part of, part of the dialogue as we age is where do we live? Mm -hmm. Or if we're adult children, where do mom and dad live? And there does come a time where Total independence might no longer be feasible, but that brings up a slew of emotional and mm-hmm. psychological, you know, issues of of losing independence, the struggle mm-hmm. to hold on to independence, mm-hmm. the the denial that, you know, no, we can still stay in our homes. So the time to really talk about this plan is before any of that inability sets in. Yes. I'm Take actually glad you said that because you know, I've been at the Osborne for 25, going on my 25th year. And I've been. It hasn't in, aged you, I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. We have that cocoon pool, if anybody's wondering. Um, but, you know, I've been in the industry for 28 years. And I think that, you know, one of the things that you said always resonates. And it's something that's really difficult to get across to people is that, you know, if you're not planning, you're in a crisis. And so, so many times year after year, I see people say this one sentence constantly, I'm not ready. And what I'm not ready ends up setting you up for is eventually I'll be in a crisis Mm -hmm. because you're waiting till you have a need. And once you wait until you have a need, usually that need is not something that comes up slowly. It's something that you need to take care of right away. It's a fall. It's a fall that leads to physical impairment. Correct. You know, it's a cognitive decline Mm -hmm. that is often undetected at first and then just becomes, you know, a a person can just lose cognitive function and and ability. Um, And then you're not part of the decision-making process. That's correct. I mean, 
I think it's broken down into so many things. I think there's so many misconceptions out there too about what does retirement living mean? What do these different communities offer? And I, I think a lot of it comes down to educating. Mm-hmm. And I think people wait to do that till there's a need as well. Yeah. So they don't understand what the differences are between, say, a full continuing care retirement community like the Osborne. And I'll be honest with you, I hate the word retirement. I wish we would like just I was going to say, we need to rebrand this. It's it. not because when you hear retire, I like your expression, not your mother's nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. No, but when you hear it's stigmatic, you're thinking, yeah. this is the end. Right. This is depressing. I'm going to go here. And then it's just a matter of time. Correct. And there's so many negative implications to that, to that term. Mm-hmm. And when the reality is such is not the case at the Osborne, first of all, this is a, this is a lifestyle. Correct. It's, it's not, it's not this negative place. It's a whole lifestyle right. where you run the gamut mm-hmm. of how you can care for people. You can have total independence in a beautiful Correct. apartment. That's where right. you can come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. You have your own kitchen. Your family's doing holidays mm-hmm. there. You have, you know, bedrooms that grandkids can come and stay. Yeah. Like total independence, but you're not worried about snow removal. Not that any of us are really worried about that. Losing power. Year, but, uh, losing power. The landscaping, cutting the grass, planting the flowers. Think about even during COVID, couldn't get food, couldn't get out. But guess what? We brought it to their apartment. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of things people don't realize. And I don't look at it as a last step. It's the next step because people live a long, active life. 80 is the new 60. Okay, guys, I hate to tell you. It's the truth. Not hate to tell you because, you know, as I get older and older, I'm like, oh, 50 is the new 30 for sure. But being in this business, honestly, it's not the age that defines a person. It's the person that defines the it's person. It's very true because I, you know, you can you can see a sluggish 40-year-old that presents 100%. as an 80-year-old and yeah. you can see an 80-year-old that, you know, presents far younger and more active than myself. So, <laughs> you're right. It, it's a mindset. And yes. and the truth is, I'm sure if you do you have statistics on the longevity of Osborne residents? Because I have to tell you, from my, oh my perspective, I, I know, you know. That, that Osborne residents live a long time. They it's do. Very true. I mean, we've had so many people, what, 15 that live there, over 100. I mean, two of them in independent living. That's amazing. I mean, over think about 100. that. I don't know if I would sign up for over 100. Yeah, but, right. Uh, but you know but, what? Uh, I mean, that's if as if, they age. So I think there's just misconceptions about, again, what these places are. And, you know, one of the things I say is forget retirement. I I would like to just cross the word out and be like, okay, it's really, how do I revitalize? How do I re-energize? How am I reinventing? It's really to me more of a reinvention lifestyle because, you know, many of these people are living home and they don't have the socialization they had before. Yeah. And there's isolation. And I think we even saw that during COVID, you know, when you look at COVID, some people are just solely focused on the numbers of people who had it or fatalities mm-hmm. from there. One day when all the research is, is really done, the psychological implications of COVID and the fatalities that came from emotional decline, yeah. loneliness, depression, failure to thrive, mm-hmm. failure to continue. I mean, those numbers were, were, oh were my just, as, just as great, I think. So isolation, depression, not having that reason to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. That yields so many effects on the 
physicality. I mean, you know, I think that when it comes to the independent living, so I think it's really breaking it down. First of all, there's continuing care communities. I'm not going to say retirement communities. That's the word we're not using today. today. We're not saying retirement. (laughs) But really, what does that mean? What that means is that you have everything on one campus from totally independent living to a certified assisted living to a certified nursing and rehab center. So you have every single level if you need it. You may not go to all of them, but it's all on one campus. It's very true. You can start out in the beautiful apartments and you could just remain there. Exactly. Definitely. Um, But let's talk about the continuum of Mm -hmm. care because, you know, it takes one fall. It takes one change and it it could just, something so small can be a big game changer. Mm -hmm. But when you have a community, not even, I'm not using the word facility Mm -hmm. either because it's not where the gradients of care are there for you. Let's talk about that transition. Are you transitioning into different buildings? Um, Is assistance coming to your home? How does that work when your needs shift from one paradigm to the next? It's a good question because it's all individual. It really depends. So for instance, you know, at the Osborne, we have three apartment buildings that are independent and then we have 40 houses. Okay. Those are those all make up the independent part of the community. So three apartments and 40 homes. So there's 188 units altogether. So actually the largest part of the Osborne is independent living. Um, and then there's another building for assisted. Then there's a skilled nursing, a rehab and a memory care. We also have a home care division. So for instance, a yeah, couple and I want to touch on that. Yeah. Too. And th- so there's a couple who lives in a garden home, for instance, and maybe the spouse fell and fractured a hip and needs to go to rehab. So the nice thing about the Osborne is we'll take care of following you in the hospital. What is the doctor recommended? Okay, inpatient, Medicare, rehab. Okay, we're going to bring you back to the pavilion. You had your rehab. Okay, we're going to bring you back to your house with your husband. You might need a little home care. Okay, we'll put the home care in. Now, if there's a decline, if somebody needs more care, it depends on the person. You may bring home care into the home and stay there. But when it gets to a point where you really can't manage that house anymore and you need assisted living and it's just you or a couple, then you can move to the main building. And we take care of all that for you where assisted living is located. Okay. So you can either bring the services to you in independent living. You can move over to assisted. You can move to memory care. They're all available, but it's really customized to what you want and what you need. And I think also in situations where there's not... um family readily present, able to take on Mm -hmm. the care. This is important. So do you have, do you maintain good working relationships with family members? Oh my gosh. um, Or are there HIPAA constraints that don't allow you to discuss the healthcare? Or are you really able to act as the eyes and ears and voice of the adult children who can't physically be there? Well, you know, of course there's HIPAA, mm-hmm. um, but usually the residents themselves will assign whoever okay. to be, you know, sort of their person to contact. Okay. So we can't just contact anyone and discuss the actual health care. But if we have the approval, which we always get, okay. we maintain extremely close relationships with family. Okay. But I think going back to the first thing that you said, the most important thing is to plan while you're still independent. Mm-hmm because you have all the benefits of living an independent life without the hassle of all of the formalities, like you said, 
you know, my refrigerator doesn't work. My light bulbs are out. I don't want to do the actual snow removal, but I want to be able to go to the city every month um, on the trip. I want to be able to take part in French lessons. I want to go to the lecture, the Yale professor, all on this campus. So, I mean, it allows you and affords you the opportunity not only to do what's on campus, but you're not stuck on campus. You're independent. Right. Right. So go drive to do what you did before. This is just where you're living this now. This is just where you're coming home. Correct. I have to tell you, it sounds wonderful. I and <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking of it myself as someone's going to throw out my garbage and fix the light bulbs <laughs> and, you know, get into Make the city once a month. Like, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe we need to lower the the age that we're looking for people to come in. Um, I always said I would like a few days at the Osborne. Me because too. <laughs> We could be roommates. <laughs> sounds sounds great. Um, talk though about what you were you were just listing mm-hmm. some of mm-hmm. the myriad of activities yeah. there: lectures, lessons, trips. The active lifestyle is arguably just has a direct nexus to the longevity, 100%. because you're cultivating your mind. There's so many studies that come out now, um, even with prevention of cognitive diseases and, and Alzheimer's. It's the active mind, keeping the mind sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, really does have tangible benefits yep. on, on slowing the onset, delaying, or even preventing the onset of that. So, and you actually wear your other hat with the Alzheimer's Association I do. too. So mm-hmm. you can attest to this much more in depth. Um, but the lifestyle, maintaining that learning, you afford so much. Again, not your mother's nursing home. That's this right. is not depressing. No. Talk about some of the programs that the Osborne oh gosh, There features. are so many. So independent living. I mean, I think that's, Again, one of the misconceptions is that independent living is just that. They have all their own programs. They have all their own amenities. They have all their own dining. They have, like I said, everything from French classes to the book club, to the movies every day, to trips. Um, They go to see plays. Um, They have um, poker nights. They have, I mean... When I tell you there are more things, most of the time I'll ask a resident to do something with me and they'll say, oh, I have to check my calendar. I'm really very busy. I mean, you can be as busy as you want. Now, you don't have to do all those things. But I think the wonderful thing is you have the opportunity for intellectual lectures. Um, we have politicians coming in. We have um, different professors. Um, we did a Yale series of professors from Yale. We have somebody coming in in March um, who's a professor at Mercy College. She's doing a uh, talk on ageism, which is really fascinating. So, you know, we offer so much that you can be as busy as you want, both physically and cognitively, as you said, because both of them, as you age for Alzheimer's, both your mind and your physical have an actual effect on the outcomes and on developing Alzheimer's and Um, different types of dementias. So we have exercise classes, pool exercise, we have yoga, we have stretch. And then of course you have all of the things that will sort of dedicate towards your cognitive to keep you in the loop of what's going on today. I mean, there's so many things to do. And again, I think coming in independent before your child has to make a decision, before something happens, this is where I've chosen. I already have my roots. I've made my friends. So now if you do need assisted living, you've already chosen the place you want to be. There are no more choices when there's a crisis now. Right. Because there's an actual plan. Correct. And, you know, having a plan is 
great. Even if it, even if it takes years before you execute, the plan is there and you are part of the plan. You are part of the decision-making process rather than it being chosen for you. you. Um, and I think when you have the ability to do that, it's probably easier psychologically to accept the assisted living or, or mm-hmm. the transitions in, in living situation and lifestyle because it, once again, you were part of the process. Krista, one of the many benefits of the Osborne, one of the things that I note from my side of viewing this, um, the staff, you do not have turnovers there. You don't have rapid turnovers. If you're with the Osborne, you're, you're a lifer there. And you know that 25 years mm-hmm. um, under wonderful direction, Matt Anderson, yep. your nursing staff. Um, we've done so many events together and you see the same faces. And yes. as you were saying inadvertently um, when you were answering questions, you have a personal relationship with these residents. You know who 100%. these people are. They're not numbers. They're mm-hmm. not just, okay, here's your apartment. Have a great day. Call yeah. us if you need something. No. There's a very active involvement getting to know the residents, really a bond. There, it is. And, you know, I think one of the things I neglected to mention is a lot of the activities are with residents and staff. So, you know, oh, wow. when we have, yeah, when we have like the, the, the sip and paint, that's with resident and staff. We have a cafe that's open for resident and staff. Pickleball will be resident and staff. Oh my God. Even you guys are on Pickleball? Oh, I, I yeah. am the last We've been doing person. Pickleball before they said before Pickleball it was, a was cool. Okay. <laughs> so we were the cool kids before. Oh. Um, you know, we have a putting green and then we have um, different contests, residents and staff. I mean, we're extremely close to our residents. It's we're all in the same environment. We're sharing this environment. I mean, when you talk to our residents, what they will tell you is what makes this place so special. I will guarantee everyone you ask will say the same thing. It's the staff. Yeah. Because we care. And I think being that we don't have that turnover, the people who are there are there because they love being there. Because it has we to be. love the residents. It has to be. I mean, no matter what you do in life, you're not going to do it well unless you love what you do. Exactly. So um, you're certainly not staying for 25 years if you don't love it. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. So Krista, during COVID, um, we were part of a network that was really trying to educate uh, and reach out to not just the senior community, but their adult children who were plagued with so many issues that had come up. And um, oh my God, the world was so different. I I remember these Zoom meetings that we were part of Mm -hmm. and we would would do the show. Um, But we talked about powers of attorney, healthcare proxies, um, the remote execution of Mm -hmm. this. I mean, the world is, is back to normal, whatever that is nowadays, but in your experience, what are the biggest changes in the post COVID era? And what with respect to assisted living, Mm -hmm. um, healthcare, aging? You know, I actually think that COVID made people think more um, about what their plans are. I think people found that their loved ones, um, whether they're independent or whether they're adult influencers, were isolated, extremely isolated, you know, didn't have the ability to sort of reach out and get the things that they need when you couldn't go to the grocery store, you know, when something was wrong in the house, you couldn't get somebody to come in and fix something. So I think it kind of pushed people to think about, you know, gee, we really should start thinking about what a plan would be, whether it's the resident themselves or the others. I think another thing is that a lot of that remote stuff continued 
whether it's um, Zoom lectures and people like being involved, whether it's families now being able to have a Zoom with mom or dad. Yeah. Um, healthcare proxies. I think we've seen more and more people who've got their paperwork in order because I think as you saw, a crisis happened and what happened? They didn't have those things we've been talking right. about for how many years right. in place, a yeah. plan, whether it came to anything. Yeah. You know, so I think we're seeing more and more people plan because this world, as we see, it's unpredictable. And the only thing you can do is you you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. All you know is I have to plan for whatever that might be. Yeah. And that's just it. I mean, you know, the goal is to be happy and healthy and not need your plans. but. Right. Again, it could be something as simple as a slip and fall, and that can change the course of everything. You can have the most active 80-year-old person that has that one fall, and Mm -hmm. it changes so much. So having plans in place just means that, that if something happens, you're ready to go, and you're not laboring under duress and stress. You're thinking clearly and consciously, and you're exploring options because, you know, it's not it's an apple and orange comparison to different facilities mm-hmm. in the area. Um, I'll, I'll say firsthand, no one's giving you what the Osborne is giving you. No, um, no. And you have other, so do you also, so you have home care, which yes. is recent, um, somewhat recent, that you have the ability to take this vetted quality of care. I mean, if you're, Osborne's a good housekeeping seal. I've always mm-hmm. said that. So if they're working for Osborne and they're coming into the home, these are vetted, licensed, trusted. Correct. I say this on the show ad nauseum, but I can't stress it enough. Who you're allowing in your home, around your person, access to your jewelry, your checkbook, you cannot, there's so many fly-by-night agencies out there that, you know, and everybody's at the mercy of of a much different labor and staffing issues. It's hard to get good people. It's Uh, very hard to get mm -hmm. good people. You're maintaining good people. You've only had good people and you're holding on to them. So you do have the ability that people can contact Osborne, mm-hmm. that if they're still staying in their own home, but they need care, mm-hmm. you guys are You can are use there. Osborne Home Care. We're licensed in both New York and, and Connecticut, Connecticut, actually. And, you know, like you said, the great thing is they're licensed, they're vetted, you know, they're Osborne employees. Yeah. And I think what we've seen is a lot of people go to what we call the gray market. So it's like that housekeeper or it's the friend yes. of, of somebody who knew yes. this person. And it's like, you really don't know anything about that person. This no. is a person you're letting in your parents' home, your home to take care of your most precious absolutely. thing in your life. Absolutely. And then, you know, you always hear in those situations that people get somebody, then one day they just don't show up and start working. Oh, there's yeah. no, you know, there, there's no, not just contractual agreement, but no formality that they could be here today and gone tomorrow. So absolutely, that's a wonderful feature. If anybody out there mm-hmm. is in need of home assistance, right. once again, you can utilize Osborne and I'll give all the contact information momentarily. Uh, rehab, short-term rehab. Yep. So we have both inpatient and outpatient oh, okay. short-term rehab. So for instance, like you were referring to before slip and falls, we haven't had much snow, but people still slip and fall or you have a planned orthopedic surgery. You yes. know, you might ha- have That's a right. knee or a hip replacement. You can book your time at the Osborne in advance. Right. For you can that. put your name on the on the wait list and we'll we'll hold a room for you. It's covered under Medicare. Um, as long as you have your three night hospital stay, you can right. have inpatient rehab. Also, if your doctor gives you a prescription for outpatient rehab, you can come to the Osborne for outpatient, whether you do inpatient or not. 
So we have all those services um, right on And campus. again, all Osborne vetted and certified. Mm-hmm. Krista, our time always wraps up quicker than I would like, but mm-hmm. phone number, website, just give the contact information. So for I'll give you the website because I think that's sort of the easiest and it gives you the most broad information, which is www.theosborne, that's T-H-E-O-S-B-O-R-N.org. The um, Osborne.org. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no E on the end of that. No and a e. phone number? 914-925-8300. So if people are interested, can they come and tour on property? Okay. Yeah. You can go on the website. You can call us. Um, my staff would be happy to meet with you. Um, we take our time. We get to know you and we'll give you all the options available. And there are so many options available. But again, when you're when you're doing this quickly, your options just become so limited. Yep. And, and, you know, I think we all kind of live with this belief that nothing's going to happen to us, oh, no matter yeah. what age you are. We just <laughs> believe that, you know, that we're, we're fine and tomorrow we'll be here and not to be dismal and, and pessimistic, but again, you have to be aware and mindful mm-hmm. and make, make the best choices. So the Osborne.org, that's T-H-E-O-S-B-O-R-N.org, or 914-925-8300. So funny, whenever I have to call the Osborne, I always forget that number, and it's a number I've <laughs> dialed my whole life, so 925-8300. But it's about lifestyle, folks. It's not about the last step, it's the next step. I that's love right. that. That's great. Yep. And we'll have you back on at some point to talk about your work with the Alzheimer's Association Absolutely. as well, because I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you serve on the board. Yes, there. Yep. Correct. Fourth term. Um, anything. Do they have any community events at the Osborne where people are coming in or it's still? Yeah, no, we on? are actually we're having a um, Valentine's brunch. Oh, how nice. Yeah, which is actually February 15th. You can go on our website um, or you can call us if you're interested. There is a limited number of RSVPs. And then we are doing um, the lecture in uh, March, as I was saying, um, with Dr. Hahn from Mercy, which is on ageism in America. And that's open to the public as well. We should do a show with you and he together to come yeah. in. I would love oh, to yeah. discuss it's, that. It's that would be fascinating. That would be great. Krista, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Of course. Krista Picciano Daniello from the Osborne and Rye. Give her a call, folks. Make your plans. Be mindful. Be aware. And this is Jen Graziano thanking you for taking the time to listen as we took the time to talk. Have a great day, Westchester. Bye-bye.